Welcome to It's All Geek to Me, a podcast where two friends experience popular nerdy franchises for the first time. My name is Leah, and this season my co-host Kelly and I will be traveling to a galaxy far, far away as Kelly experiences Star Wars for the very first time. And I'm the expert. Let's dive in. And we're back with part two of episode nine of star wars the rise of skywalker that's right yeah so what happens a lot happens in this section a lot does happen things were revealed no kisses happened Mm, some kisses happened in my version yeah (laughs) i would pause and close my eyes imagine the kiss and then keep going picture it yeah (laughs) same so let's talk about it from the beginning now we left off when ray had some pretty crazy lightning powers. Yeah. And she thinks she killed Chewie. And at this point, I thought she killed Chewie as well. You really thought he was dead? You would think they would give Chewie such an unceremonious demise. I don't know. I I thought that it was ceremonious because she's like screaming and stuff. So I thought that that kind of counted. And I also just... I don't know. I like seeing it in shows where characters don't have to die in slow motion and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And to be fair, I am giving you a hard time. But when I first saw this, I also thought that Chewie was dead. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Although, to be fair, if you didn't wait in between watching it like I did. You find out pretty You find out almost immediately. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so we're back with Ray in this moment, and she is looking at her hand in a little bit of shock and a little bit of horror, Mm -hmm. and the Falcon is going through space. That's what she's on right now. And she says she lost control, and Finn is like, no, that was Ren. He made you do it. And she's like, that power came from me. There are things you don't know. And he says, then tell me. And she says that she had a vision of the throne of the Sith and who was on it. And Finn is like, Ren? And she's like, yeah, and me. Which, can I just say I hate that they call him Ren they should just call him Kylo I do too I wish they would call him Kylo because their names are way too similar there's too similar yeah too close and I keep on getting confused but meanwhile, the Falcon is actually being brought back. Oh, wait, they aren't on the Falcon, are they? I was thinking that, too. They're on Ochi's Ochi ship. Yeah, the Falcon's being brought back to the First Order. Yeah. <laughs> and Hux is telling the General Pride, which I thought you might be a fan of his name. I loved his name, but it's Pride with a Y. <laughs> yeah, which is fun. Which, actually, fun fact, is the way that Kitty Pride spells her name, and that is Jubilee from X-Men, another franchise you have not been privy to. I'm like, what are you saying? I I don't know any of these words. Jubilee? Kitty? Kitty Pride, but she's a queer icon in the X-Men series, so. Maybe it's a nod to her. Maybe. I would say General Pride is probably a queer icon as well. Yeah, we don't know what he's up to. Yeah, but he's just like, he's in it. He knows who he is. He doesn't have to tell us. Yeah. (laughs) So Hux is telling him that Ray got away, and he says, but we got a valuable prisoner. There's some stuff that he says in between, but nothing important, I don't think. And then he says they got a valuable prisoner, and guess who it is? It's Chewie. He's alive. Yay. So if I watched it all at the same time, I wouldn't be sad right. over his death for a couple of hours, which you did make me stay sad about it for a while. Sorry. But okay. And then Hux goes up to him and he turns to Pride and he's like, this beast used to fly with Han Solo. And then Chewie starts <laughs> roaring at him, which is honestly, I would be scared. But Hux is pretty good. Yeah. He called him a beast and he talked about his friend Han Solo. Keep my friend's 
names out of your mouth, Hux. All right, Will Smith, relax. <laughs> oh, God. And then the general says to bring him to an interrogation room. And then we cut back to the good guys. Well, the relatively the good guys. And good enough. <laughs> the goodies. And Poe <laughs> says that they only have eight hours left to defeat Palpatine, which I'm going to be honest, I totally forgot about this 16 hours thing. Yeah. They don't bring it up enough. No. <laughs> eight hours left. So Finn wants to go back to the rebel base and Poe is like, if we go back, Chewie will have died for nothing. And then C-3PO <laughs> <laughs> is so funny in this because he's like, yeah, you know, nobody will ever see that dagger again, I guess, even though I have it, you know, inscripted in my memory, but I can't tell you guys. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> and they're like, wait a second, you remembered exactly? And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. But I can't, I can't tell you. But the only way to bypass it, I guess, would be to do a memory override, which, you know, you can't do. We're not going to do that. And they're like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's this terrible. He said something. He used a weird word. I don't remember what it was, like sinful. Yeah, he was saying it's this terrible thing. Like, it's a torture method. Yeah, yeah, that happens to unsuspecting droids and then Finn is like let's do that which is hilarious <laughs> and then Poe says he knows a black market droid smith on Kajimi but Poe doesn't want to go there because he's had some bad stuff happen over there Uh-oh. but they are going to go and the three of them they're going to hold hands first <laughs> start holding hands and they're like for Chewie and I'm enthralled with it because I like the idea of this throuple yes. and then C-3PO runs over to join them too which is great so cute. and then Poe gets annoyed <laughs> Poe does not want to be holding hands. And then BB-8 is poking around being a doofus as he is. And he turns on this random droid on the ship who never gets a name as far as I'm aware. He does not get a name. They just call him droid at this point. Yeah. I've been writing him down as weird droid because I feel like he needs to be differentiated from the other droids. Yeah. I like him though. He he has boundaries. He doesn't like being touched. I loved his boundaries. We'll talk about that in a minute. He's like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Ray goes to pet him and he's like, oh, no, thank you. And and she assumes that he's been treated poorly. But I'm like, you know what? Honestly, no touch. That's me when someone tries to hug yeah, me. Yeah, some people just I'm don't like, want to oh, be hugged. No, thank you. <laughs> you come up to me crying and I'm like, oh, no, thanks. No, thanks. I love this droid. He's such a cutie. I do love his his boundaries. Yeah. So then we've got them landing on this planet that Poe didn't really want to go to. He's sneaking through. I'm going to say it. And I know I've said it before, but this planet does look like Skyrim. And I think you <laughs> should play Skyrim. I'll think about it. <laughs> so basically, it's like this snowy night in a city with like a bunch of staircases everywhere and there's stormtroopers just around harassing everyone. Everywhere. Yeah. Doesn't look so good. And then someone puts a blaster to Poe's head and she's like, I didn't think you'd be stupid enough to come back here. And Poe's like, oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> and then he introduces her to everybody. Her name is Zori. And uh, I'm guessing they had a, a bit of an intimate relationship. Oh, I would say so. Back in the day <laughs> back when he was a spice runner and my question to you do you know what spice is no because this whole section let's talk about what they say first and then you can tell me what a spice runner is. okay i'm just like well, uh, can you guys stop saying that so she's introduced everybody and she's like i want to see your brain in the snow and he's like oh you're still mad we could use your help we need babu frick and she says babu only works for the crew which isn't you anymore and ray is like what crew and then zori says poe used to be a spice runner and finn is like you were a 
spice runner. <laughs> and then Poe gets defensive and he's like, you were a stormtrooper. And then Ray's like, were you a spice runner? And he's like, were you a scavenger? And he's just, you know, being a little defensive about it. We could do this all day. Yeah. I also want to note that Zori does look like a Power Ranger. Yes, she does. I like Zori. So spice runners, they are not running salt and pepper and paprika. Spice. They're running garlic salt. Drugs. Oh. <laughs> it's drugs. Listen, we, everybody here, we know these rebels aren't all just like born good, amazing, selfless people. Like they all have a little bit of a story. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should have known from day one that Poe was a little bit of trouble. Yeah. So yeah, he used to run drugs. Yeah. And everyone's kind of ripping on him a little bit about it because Finn is like, get your spices or something like that. Yeah. It's like, come on, keep it down. Keep the spices down. <laughs> and then Zori also says that she's still trying to get out of basically the hole that Poe got her into when he yeah. left. And she notices Ray and she's like, oh, your bounty could cover all of us. And then Ray knocks her down and holds out her lightsaber, which I wanted to note is not inconspicuous at all no. at nighttime outside where all the stormtroopers are. There's stormtroopers everywhere. Come on, Ray. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, we could really use your help, please. And then Zori's like, well, not that it matters, but I think you're cool. And she's like, yeah, it does matter. Okay, Which right. is a dumb moment. Why did so that need stupid. to happen? So stupid. Women power. We're friends. I was actually just going to write then woman power moment happens, but I was like, eh, I guess I'll just write it now. <laughs> it's dumb. It was stupid. <laughs> so then Zori brings them to a bar because no trilogy is complete without a little bar scene where there's some exciting aliens. Yeah. And Babu is in the back. And just a, a brief moment, though, we did see the Knights of Ren are also. The Ren Fair. The Ren Fair has arrived. As I like to call them. <laughs> so Babu Frick is the cutest alien in the franchise. I love him so much. Cuter than a Porg, I would say. I don't know if I agree with that. He's so cute. He is pretty cute, Oh my though. gosh, and he has big fingers. I don't know. <laughs> just, he's like a little weird alien baby. I like him. Yeah. So <laughs> Babu basically tells them that if they access this forbidden information, it's going to wipe C-3PO's memory. And C-3PO is not thrilled about that, but Ray is like, well, you know the odds better than any of us. Do we have a choice? And then C-3PO decides to be a little bit of a hero. And he knows he's going to do it. He just like kind of stares at everyone and then Finn's like, what's going on? Or maybe it was Poe. I don't remember. It was Poe. And he's like, I just wanted to take one last look at my friends, which is cute and sad. And then the new droid, our new little droid friend, just says, sad. (laughs) Which I thought was so funny. He's got a great little commentary. (laughs) So then we cut to Kylo and he is asking for a report from General Pride and Pride says that the Knights of Ren, aka the Ren Fair, have found Rey (laughs) and Hux says something and then it cuts away pretty quickly but he's like, should we destroy the city? And I'm like, is he being facetious? Like, what was that? Well, because Rey is there. I think he actually did want to destroy the city but Kylo doesn't want Rey to die. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So then we cut back to C3 he is literally about to get the memory accessed and he's like oh wait I have another idea and then Babu does the thing that wipes his memory hilarious <laughs> which I'm so annoyed about because I imagine that C-3PO had the same idea as me which is why don't I just lead you there and not tell you why don't I just take you there yeah yeah <laughs> then we cut to Poe and Zori on lookout and the city is not looking great so many stormtroopers kind of looking like Skyrim though yeah <laughs> and Zori tells him that she's saved enough to 
get out, which is weird because she literally just said in the last scene that she was still trying to get out of the hole that Poe got oh, her into. Oh my gosh. She might have just been being dramatic at that point because she's clearly mad at him. Yeah, she is a little mad at him. So she has this first order medallion that's going to help her sneak out because it's got access to, you know, landing and leaving and all sorts of stuff. And she can bypass roadblocks and stuff like that. Yeah. And she asks Poe if he wants to come with her, oh, which means... The tension. They're in love. That they're past lovers. I need more <laughs> of this storyline. I want to know what Poe was up to pre-Rebellion. I want to see him in Zori. I'm actually in the process of writing a fan fiction about it, so I will send it to you when I'm done. Thank you so much. I would love it's to It's very have it. explicit. Ooh, we love to see it. <laughs> so she invites him to come along with her, and he says he can't walk out on the war, not while it's still happening, but he kind of thinks about it, and he's like, I don't know, maybe it is over. We sent out a call for help at that battle, but nobody came. Everyone's too afraid. And then Zori says, remember, they win by making you think you're alone. There's more of us. Yeah, but where were they? But where were they? <laughs> what was that What was that Lord of the Rings line? Where were you? Where was Gondor when the Westfold fell? That's it. That That's the it. one. Yeah. So Ray is fixing the weird droid. He's got a squeaky wheel and he is very excited about it and he's just doing wheelies. Squeaky wheel. Squeak eliminated. He's a cutie. And then Ray starts kind of thinking about stuff and she's remembering that her parents actually left on Ochi's ship. And meanwhile, Babu turns C-3PO back on and he, in a very creepy voice with red eyes, tells them where the Wayfinder is, which is on the Endor system. Ooh, remember the Endor system. I remember the name, but I don't remember what happened. There's so many names. That was where the last battle happened with the Death Star, which is how the Death Star ended up there. So that was when we saw the uh, little bear creatures. Why can't I think of their oh, name right the now? cuties. Ewoks. Ewoks. The Ewoks. The fact that I remember it because I'm the expert and you are not. I'm upset. So here's my annoyance. Why did the blade say where this thing is that could be moved? Why wouldn't the blade just say where the planet is, where all the Sith are? The blade was like, the Wayfinder is right here, but it might not be here by the time you read this inscription because who is to say that somebody else isn't going to read this inscription and find the Wayfinder? Also, I'm literally just like, who put it there? Because it had to have only been there for the past 30 years because the blade leads it to the Death Star, but the Death Star has only been there for 30 years. Who put it there? Who did it? This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make that much sense. No. This is my big annoyance with the movie is this little side quest, but whatever. It is what it is. It was cool regardless. <laughs> it's just, you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit of like, how is this Wayfinder so perfectly matched up? Anyway, I'm jumping ahead, but. And why is somebody carving that onto a blade, but then not going to it to get the item that they need? Like, who's thinking like, I'm going to carve this onto a blade and then if anybody happens to find the blade, I am going to let them know where it is, but I don't personally need it. I'm fine without it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Go get it yourself. You don't have to inscribe it on everything. This guy's <laughs> just like really into like carving things. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, suspending my disbelief a little bit on this, but it's difficult too, for sure. It's annoying. So anyway, Ray realizes that Chewie is alive and he's on Kylo's ship because I guess the Force told her. I'm not sure. Yeah, the Star Destroyer arrived and she feels Chewie there. Okay. And then C-3PO wakes up with a wiped memory and he <laughs> is introducing himself to everyone and then Babu is like, oh, hi, I'm Babu Frank. I love Babu. Which is incredible. And I wrote that down just because I thought it was funny, but it actually comes into play later. It actually comes back and it's so funny. 
funny. That's one of my favorite moments of this film. So yeah, Kylo flies to the planet that they're on and Zori is offering Poe as he's leaving the First Order medallion. And he's like, oh, uh, I don't think I can take this. But the way that he says it, like, you know, he wants it, but he feels guilty. He feels guilty, yeah. And she's like, I don't care. You got to get your friend. And then Poe's like, come with us. And she's like, Poe. And he's like, can I kiss you? And she's like, go. (laughs) Why didn't she go with them? If a man that looks like that asked me for a kiss, I would never say no. Yeah. Why Is it an inconvenience to take off her helmet? I was dying to know what she looked like. Me too. She had beautiful eyes, but I'm actually not even sure who plays her. I bet it's someone I know and I just can't think of it. But yeah, I don't know why she wouldn't go with him because she was literally just offering to take him on her little adventure. And now she's just going to be stuck on the planet. It's very silly. And they should have kissed. They should have kissed. But I paused it. I closed my eyes and I was like, they kiss passionately. It's very sexy. He's actually kissing her mask because that's her face, as it turns out, in my fan fiction. Interesting. This is all a joke, by the way. I do not have a fan fiction. <laughs> in case anybody listening is like, wait, where's the fan fiction? Unfortunately, it doesn't exist. It's fake. But it's in my heart. But if you have a fan fiction, send that send to it us. On over. We would like to read that. So Poe uses the medallion and he can get onto the First Order ship. They get into the hangar bay thing and they just start firing on the stormtroopers there and they start running and they get stopped by a couple of stormtroopers and again we have a very funny moment where Ray uses the force and she's like it's okay that we're here and they're like it's okay that you're here and one of them's like it's, it's good actually good that you're here and then she's like you're actually relieved <laughs> we're so glad you're here. here and they're like oh thank goodness you are here we we are relieved <laughs> and she's like oh yeah and we're also looking for a prisoner so they tell them where the prisoner is which is Chewie and then Ray starts to get like a weird feeling <laughs> and she's like we need to find the dagger and she says she's going to meet them back at the hangar. And Finn and Poe go get to Chewie and they they take him out of his bonds. I don't know. Yeah. And then Pride comes into the hangar bay and he sees the ship and he's like, whose ship is this? So meanwhile, we see Poe and Finn and Chewie and they're running through the ship and they're killing stormtroopers at a very alarming rate. Like they're doing a very good job. But Poe gets shot in the arm and he falls. And then Finn screams yeah. because he's in love with him, which is fair. He's in love. And then he runs for him Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden there's like dozens of stormtroopers surrounding them which is crazy because before it was like two at a time and Finn was just shooting them down and now all of a sudden yeah they're overwhelmed so then we have Rey just kind of wandering around the ship and she is in Kylo's quarters quarters is the word (laughs) I'm looking for she sees the Darth mask which it looks different this time than it did the last time we saw it you think I think yeah because the bottom was like I don't know it was different but she also finds the dagger and then she does grab it and she hears the echo of her mother screaming now which I'm not sure if I was supposed to know but that's what the subtitle said. I feel like yeah you can figure it out. Yeah. It's fine. We find out in this section anyway. Mm-hmm. So then she gets the magical connection with Kylo again and he is on the planet that she just escaped and he's like wherever you are you're hard to find and she's like you're hard to get rid of <laughs> and then he tells her that he pushed her in the desert because he needed her to see who she is and Ray is like you're lying and then she pulls out her lightsaber and he says, I never lied to you, which I think is weird because he did lie to her about who her parents are. But I guess he didn't know. I don't think he knew at the moment. And he's also he's sort of like, I yeah. lied by omission. Your parents were no one because that's what they chose. 
Yeah, which is so dumb. Yeah. So he says, they chose to keep you safe. You remember more than you say. And then they start fighting with their lightsabers. And then Kylo says, search your memories, which is similar to search your feelings, but not exactly. Yeah. And then he says, remember them, see them. And then she sees a flashback of her parents crying and saying that she's going to be safe. And then flying off Jakku on Ochi's ship. And she's screaming like, come back. And then Kylo says, they sold you to protect you. And he says, he knows what happened and then she just keeps on fighting him because I guess she's not ready to face it just yet. And the fight is so cool how they're kind of like switching between the two locations. Yeah, I thought that mm-hmm. was beautiful. And I think they had in Kylo's side of the world, they had hit a jar of food or something and then the food spilled all over the mm-hmm. floor and Ray saw it on her end too, you know. Yeah, so their, yeah, their connection is starting to spill out into things around them a yeah. little bit. So then we've got Poe and Finn and Chewie and they are taken to Pride but Ray's not with them and then Pride is like alright just go kill them and then we cut back to the lightsaber battle and Kylo says that Palpatine took her parents because he was looking for Ray, but they wouldn't tell him where she was and so he ordered to have them killed and we do see a little flashback yeah. of that of them getting stabbed with that mm-hmm. exact dagger that she's holding on to crazy and then at some point one of them knocks over the Darth mask during the lightsaber battle and Kylo sees it and he realizes that she is on the ship she's in his quarters and he says you know why the Emperor's always wanted you dead and then he says I'll come tell you and then he disappears and he yells for a stormtrooper to lock down the ship because she is on it so then we have the trio that's about to be executed by stormtroopers and Hux comes over and he's like actually I want to do it myself and I wrote down jokingly is he the rebel (laughs) turns out he is I I didn't really care that much who the spy was like I I wasn't really thinking about it when I watched it for the first time yeah it didn't matter there was a couple of cues in the first section where they said something like whoever the rebel is and then it would cut to Hux and then he would be like it doesn't matter so I mean a part of me was like it could be him but that would be honestly a little lazy yeah (laughs) I didn't want to believe it but it happened it just seemed like a plot device too because I mean his reasoning also was stupid and then he got killed immediately after so so thin yeah so Poe is asking Finn what he was going to tell Ray, and Finn is like, are you still on that? And Poe is like, oh, I'm sorry. Is this a bad time? And then Finn's like, yeah, actually kind of. This is a bad time. And he's like, oh, well, I, I, it's not like I can ask you later. So they're like having this little bickering moment when they're about to die. <laughs> and then they turn around because they hear that Hux has shot down all of the stormtroopers. And even though this is a terrible spy, I just love that he's like, I'm the spy. And then Poe is like, what? <laughs> I knew it! I was cackling. <sighs> yeah, and he's like, I knew it! And Finn is like, no, you did not. You didn't know that. That was so funny. That was a hilarious moment and it was worth Hux being the spy. Yeah. So then C-3PO, I guess he's like at the hangar bay and he's being interrogated by a stormtrooper. Yeah. And he's like, what's your number or whatever? And then C-3PO just starts speaking gibberish and the stormtrooper's <laughs> like, that's not even a language. But then he gets shot down and it's Ray and C-3PO's like, oh, my first laser battle. Yeah, not quite, sir. You've been in a bunch. <laughs> so then C-3PO Rubio tells her that the others haven't come back to the hangar yet, and then Ray's like, go find them. But then they're there? 
I also love that she's like piling blasters into his arms. Yeah, like as if he's going to do anything yeah. with them. <laughs> so they are there because Hux is taking them to the Falcon, which I guess is in a different area, but C-3PO saw them. So I'm not really sure what happened there. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay. But yeah, he holds back Finn for a second and he's like, wait, shoot me in the arm. And then he shoots his leg instead. And then Hux falls and he's like, why are you helping? And Hux says, I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo to lose, which is very thin. So thin. Yeah, seriously. It doesn't make a lot of sense. So then on the hangar bay, Kylo approaches Rey and we see this really cool overhead shot. She's in white. He's in black. They're slowly approaching each other and all these stormtroopers are surrounding them. And I just love shots like that. So good. Yeah, it was cool. And then Rey is like, why did the Emperor come for me? Why did he want to kill a child? And Kylo says, he saw what you would become. You don't just have power. You have his power. You're... You're his granddaughter. <laughs> this is the I'm your father moment. <laughs> I'm laughing because my disgust was like, who's sleeping with Palpatine? I just want to know. Oh, my gosh. That's true because he was still pretty old. And you know what? Both of her parents were pretty good looking. They were. So I wonder who their mother is, the the son. I wonder who his mother is. But anyway, so he's like, yeah, you're a Palpatine. And she's like in shock and horror. And she's like backing away and, and tearing up and stuff. And then Kylo says, which I thought was really cool, my mother mother was the daughter of Vader. Your father was the son of the emperor. And mm. then he says, I-, I didn't fully understand this. He said, what Palpatine doesn't know is that we're a dyad in the force. Should we look up what dyad means? Because I don't know what that m- means either. Yeah. And he says, we're two that are one. So I'm guessing it's, I don't know, they're connected somehow. It just means two parts of a whole. Okay. That makes no sense because what, just because his grandfather was somebody evil and her grandfather was somebody evil? That means they're two parts of the same whole? Yeah, I guess so. Through the years, their ancestors have worked together? Dumb. Yeah, it is pretty dumb. So anyway, she's like backing (laughs) off the hangar bay and she's looking horrified. She looks down for a second. She sees the planet below her. She would definitely die if she fell off. But Kylo was like, we'll kill him together and take the throne. And then he takes off his mask and he's like, you know what you need to do. And she says, I do. And then the falcon pops up behind her and blows everyone away. He did reach his hand out as well, but she again did not take it. Didn't take it. Nope. Mm -mm. Even though he did say he was going to kill her next time she didn't take it. Well, she got away first. (laughs) Yeah, so she jumps onto the Falcon and he just kind of watches her go and then we cut back to Hux. He's got his bandaged up leg and he's telling Pride what happened, which is a lie. Mm -hmm. And then Pride calls for the Supreme Leader and then he turns around and he shoots Hux in the chest and kills him. And he's like, tell him we found our spy. Silly little side plot. It's just like they needed there to be a spy, so they picked Hux. Yeah. But it doesn't really make that much sense. I I mean, that guy was pure evil. I can't imagine him being somewhat good. Yeah. So anyway, back on the Falcon, the landing gear is busted. And I guess Ray and Finn are trying to fix it. Yeah. And probably the droids, too. Yeah. But they don't fix it because it crash lands. But anyway, Ray is thinking about how... Palpatine killed her parents and she's like I'm gonna find him and destroy him and Finn is like that doesn't sound like you I know you and she's like people keep on telling me they know me but I'm afraid no one does which again I have a little bit of a problem with what's so bad about her wanting to find Palpatine and kill him 
she's killed a bunch of people before. Yeah, that doesn't sound like you to want to kill the most evil man in the galaxy. You don't want to give him mercy? Yeah. Even though you've killed a bunch of lesser evil people? Yeah, I don't understand what Finn's motivation for saying that was. It sounds like a bout of bad writing. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so then we have Palpatine reprimanding Kylo for letting them get away. And he's like, don't make me turn my fleet on you if you've betrayed me. And then Kylo says he knows where she's going. She'll never be a Jedi, which is another little bit of like, I guess, lying by omission. Because he's like, don't worry, she's never going to be a Jedi, implying that he would kill her. But what he really means is that she's going to rule with him. Yes, and be a Sith. Yeah. And then Palpatine says, make sure of it. Kill her. So then the Falcon crash lands on a planet, which happens to be Endor. I feel like it's got to be a different Endor than the one because remember it's like the Endor system and they were on one of the Endor moons because the planet they were on looked significantly different but since the Death Star battle was happening directly above it I'm sure debris hit multiple planets in the system yeah well that's what I was thinking because I remember it kind of blew up in space it must have just gotten sucked in with gravity yeah also now that I think about it very convenient that all the planets that everyone lives on have the same gravity yeah but yeah some woman with like a speedometer on a horse watches the falcon crash i don't know what that was but they're all walking off the ship and they see this giant mass in the ocean and the little weird droid is like what is that and then ray says that it's the death star which honestly i couldn't tell either i think they were told that earlier that the death star would be there when they said they had to go to endor so then ray realizes that the blade can actually point to exactly where the wayfinder is because why wouldn't they have that in the blade this is so silly it's cool like it's a very cool mechanic for the movie but like if you think about the person who made it like what they're just sitting on endor making this blade etched in to look like yeah <laughs> the bit of the death star like it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make sense no so then the woman on her horse and a bunch of others come up and they're like are you guys the resistance and poe pulls out his weapon he's like that depends and then the woman is like i heard from babu frick that you would come and c3b is like oh <laughs> babu's one of my oldest friends <laughs> I love that so much. Incredible. I love that so much. So good. So good. So then the woman says that Babu says that they're the last hope so she can get them to the ship in order to get them the Wayfinder. And it's too dangerous now because there's like an ocean between them and it's rough. It's looking scary. There's a little storm going on. And she says that she can take them at first light just because it's too dangerous right now. And then Ray is like, well, we don't have the time. And Poe is like, well, we don't have a choice. And then he's like, do you guys have any spare? parts fix the falcon which by the way he does call it the falcon most people have been calling it the falcon in this iteration of star wars i was scared away from saying it like that so i'm gonna keep calling it the falcon (laughs) but anyway the woman also introduces herself to poe her name is jenna jenna so then we cut back to the ship everyone's working on it and jenna's giving finn a part and he's like wait this is a first order part and she's like oh yeah it was stripped from a ship uh it was actually the ship that we all escaped in and And she admits that she was in the First Order. And he's like, what? You were? I love this part. And she's like, yeah, not by choice. We were conscripted as kids. Turns out she was a stormtrooper too. I didn't write down her name, but he was like, OMG, Sainzies. I was FN2187. And (laughs) she said that they all mutinied because they were told to fire on civilians. And they all just put down their weapons and left, which is crazy. And they don't know why. It was an instinct. 
a feeling, the force. Yeah. Finn is like, yeah, it was the force. The force brought me to Poe and Ray. And she's like, you say that like you're so sure it's real. And he's like, I wasn't sure before, but I am now. So now I think is as good a time as any to tell you he was going to tell Ray that he is sensitive to the force and he thinks he's a Jedi. Mm. Is this confirmed confirmed? Yes. That's why I also in the last episode wanted to point out that Finn felt Kylo coming. Yeah. Finn felt that because that was the force like in Finn. And I believe as well that this battalion of stormtroopers that mutinied are Jedi as well or could be Jedi. Okay. And they all have the force and that's why they drop their weapons together. I like that. But I don't know why Finn wouldn't want to tell Poe that because they're in love and they're going to get married. The two of them have a little spat a little bit later where I feel Mm -hmm. like Finn is sort of acting like a bit of a know-it-all because he's sensitive to the Force and Poe isn't. But we'll get to there. But that, yeah, that's what is said that Finn was going to say to Rey. Well, in my fan fiction, he was going to say he's always loved her. Yeah. Why would he, why would that like be his last words though? Like, I don't know. Imagine if like you and I were dying in quicksand and I was like, wait, I've always wanted to tell you I'm actually really good at math. (laughs) Wait, that reminds me of the only episode of Futurama that I like and my favorite line when Zach Zaff what's his name Zap 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 Brannigan is about to do something dangerous and he turns back to Fry is that his name Fry yeah I've seen like five episodes of this show but I will will never forget this moment he turns to him and he says if I don't make it tell my wife I said hello that is a great line Ryan says that a lot Actually, wait, we were talking about this when we were all together at that street market. I brought this up. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's what that moment is giving. It's like the most random piece of information right before they're about yeah. to die. Well, now I have to think of something clever in case you and I are ever like dying in a situation. I have to be like, I've always wanted to tell you. My bank account numbers are. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so then we cut back to Poe and BB-8 is saying that he hasn't seen Ray, And Poe runs out. And guess what? She is going through the crazy ocean to get to the Death Star. Yeah, couldn't wait. And I just wrote, couldn't be me. (laughs) Nope. Oh, man. And this is, like, scary, seeing her on the skimmer, like, going through these intense waves. Terrifying. Have you ever been on the ocean during a storm? No way. That sounds horrible. It's the worst. You have? it looks... I have, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've been on a boat, like, twice during a storm, and one time the boat cracked in half. Oh, my God. Yeah, I almost died. It was actually a sailboat, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But, like, imagine being in a little sailboat in that water. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. Yeah, I had to get (laughs) rescued. It was actually kind of hilarious looking back. I was only like seven. Okay, you were a kid. (laughs) I was a child, oh, but I was my thinking gosh. to myself, I've always wanted to tell Leah my bank account number. When you were seven. <laughs> when I meet her one day. You're like, who's Leah? <laughs> yeah, so Finn is like, we got to go save her. And Poe's like, yeah, once we get the Falcon fixed, we're going to go get her. And he's like, no, 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 we got to save her now. And Poe's like, what do you want us to do, swim? And he was like, she's the one who left us. And Finn says, it's not her. You have no idea what she's fighting right now. And Poe is like, and you do? And Finn says, yes. And so does Leia. So I guess this is This his. is the moment of him being like, we know more than you, Poe, because we have the Force. Yeah. So rude. Yeah, it's not seriously. his fault. He doesn't have magic power. I know. He's still a hottie bobody. They both are, but <laughs> yeah. Poe just has a way of talking that just makes it seem like he's flirting with everybody. Poe's got the charisma. There's something very charismatic about Poe. Finn 
also has it in the sense that he's always trying to be a hero, but like it comes off as a kind of annoying thing because he always gets in the way. Yeah, and he's like goofier, I would say. So then Poe is like, I'm not Leia. And then Finn says, that's for damn sure. Which Why are they being so mean to each other? Seriously, it's not his fault. He doesn't have the force. <laughs> so then Janet goes up to Finn and she's like, there's another skimmer. And then we cut back to Ray. She's getting into the Death Star and she is climbing it, but it's honestly super dangerous. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't even do that. That looked so scary. Yeah. And we actually, I was so excited to write this down because I knew you'd be proud of me. We have like a weird version, you know what I'm about to say, of the Darth Vader music playing. Yeah. That's the only music you seem to recognize, but I'll take it. Yeah. You know what's (laughs) weird is Ryan and I were actually talking last night about the different music cues because Ryan really liked the score of the first movie, which he's never seen before. Uh, He he was talking about Liar. And he was just saying saying that there was this like really cool music and he was like is it in all of the other movies and I said the only one I know is the Darth Vader music so don't ask me and he was like which one is that and I was like dun 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 and he was like I don't know that one <laughs> so if oh, he doesn't man. know the Darth music maybe he hasn't maybe seen he it hasn't. I don't know yeah but no it all repeats throughout all of it even the Falcon kind of has its own theme yeah very cool very cool I also noted that some of the machinery randomly still works on this yeah. Death Star that has been broken down for 30 plus years and a door just opens for her she doesn't even have to do anything it just opens yeah i wrote a door opens how question mark conveniently convenient that's how. Yeah. so then she goes in and the door also shuts behind her because it's got sensors Obviously. that still work as well yeah. so then she sees the wayfinder and she grabs it but then she turns around I'm gonna sound dumb is that her or was that somebody else that was her okay. but who how why a lot of the next part is confusing okay yeah so I thought that this was all like you know how when Luke sometimes gets involved in like the dark side stuff and he just sees like hallucinations yeah. I thought that's what it was which it seems yeah. like it was when she's like fighting with herself but then I also thought that Kylo was part of that but no he's really there yeah how did he get there nobody noticed what a good question nobody noticed but also the the vision could have been Palpatine but also Finn was actively on his way over there he didn't notice a ship landing on the Death Star yeah it's infuriating yeah so yeah she starts fighting with herself and she looks great evil she does she looks different I don't know what it is but she does it's the makeup look different yeah maybe that's what it is but yeah at one point her evil self like turns into like a monster face mm-hmm. and then she gets freaked out she falls back and trips and she drops the wayfinder and Kylo magically appears to grab it <laughs> because he knows exactly where she is and where it is yep. and he's like look at yourself you wanted to prove to my mother that you were a Jedi but you've proved you're something else you can't go back to her now like I can't I felt so bad when he said that me too because he wants to go back but he can't so she's like give it to me and he says the dark side is in our nature surrender to it and again she says give it to me and he says the only way you're getting to Exegol is with me and then he breaks it and then she screams no and she starts fighting. Mm, I would go with him. Honestly I'm confused why she didn't just pretend to turn evil to go with him so that yeah. she could then kill kill Palpatine. Palpatine. That would have been a Luke thing to do. Yeah. In fact, he did do that, didn't he? Kind of, yeah. To go beat the same bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) So then back at the Jedi base, Leia is clearly feeling something and everyone's watching her. And Maz is like, Leia knows what must be done to reach her son. She must use all the strength she has left. So at this point, I'm like, okay, they're finally going to kill her off. I hate the way they do it, though. Like, who is Maz talking to? They're just, like, having this weird conversation. Like, they could read her mind of, like, what she's doing. I don't know. 
know. It's weird. Random. Yeah. And since when does doing that kill you? Because aren't Ray and Kylo just doing that back and forth all the time? Yeah, but I maybe because she's older. Because Luke died after he astral projected, and I guess she's sending consciousness to. It's not really clear what she's doing because we never hear her talk to Ben. Yeah, she just says Ben. Yeah. So yeah, at this point, I realized that Kylo was really there and not just a part of her hallucinating <laughs> these things that are happening with the dark side. So then Finn gets to the ship while Rey and Kylo are lightsaber battling on top of it. And for some reason, he decides this is a great time to distract her while she's in the middle of a battle where you could die. Why call her name? Yeah. So he's like screaming her name and then she's gets distracted and she turns around. She screams no and she pushes him back with the force because why would he try to distract her like an idiot? Yeah, he runs in with like no weapon. What are you doing, Finn? And then they see a giant wave coming, which I thought was going to be important at the time, but it wasn't. They jump away. Jen and Finn are just watching and Jen is like, we can't follow them. And Finn is like, I can't leave her. And then he starts screaming again for her. And then big lightsaber battle happens between Rey and Kylo. And they keep on trying to use the force to stop each other as well, but they actually seem pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Which is wild considering he's trained for most of his life and she's trained for most of this movie. Well, she is a Palpatine. <laughs> True. <laughs> but she does seem to be exhausting herself pretty quickly. I think at this point, it's very clear that she's like, she keeps on just throwing out these extreme hits and they're just not landing because he is defending himself. And she falls and it seems like he's about to kill her because he lifts up his lightsaber and he's about to, you know, do the killing blow. But then he hears Leia say, Ben. And then Leia lays down at her base and then Kylo drops his lightsaber, but then Ray catches it and cuts through Kylo. Yeah, at this point, Leia was already on the table. This is when we saw her hand fall and she died. Yeah, and then she like sighs and dies. Yeah, so her last moment was getting Ben to not kill Ray, Which is crazy because I thought that this was the end of Kylo and that he wasn't going to get redemption. Yeah, that's crazy that Ray stabs him and then does what she does next. But then she feels that Leia is dying and dead and then she starts crying. He definitely feels it as well. But he's just sitting there trying not to die. Yeah, that's Like true. he's just sitting there like, oh, I'm dead. I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, he's just like blinking. And then she uses her healing powers to save him. Wow. And then they look at each other for a while and then she says, I did want to take your hand, Ben's hand. And then she runs back to his ship and flies off. And then I wrote, is she just going to let him die there or what? Because how is he going to get off of this Death Star? He'll figure it out. <laughs> she just saved him from certain death. And she's like, but I am going to ditch you in the middle of a storm on an abandoned planet. So peace Bye. out. Hope you have a good one. <laughs> and then Finn and Jenna watch her go and we see in the background the Falcon is approaching. And then we also see the rebels surrounding Leia and being like, good night, sweet princess or something like that. Also, when she died um, initially, we first see her hand fall. R2's there and he's sad. Oh, yeah. And he's like crying a little bit. Oh, that yeah. is sad. But even sadder, this hurt when Poe and Finn and Chewie come back. 
And they're like, we need to speak with the general. And then that woman says that she's gone. And then Chewie just collapses Ugh. and starts wailing. He's losing all his friends. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he is 250 years old. <laughs> that man is old. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all of his friends are dead and that's really sad. And then our last scene we see, Kylo is standing on the ruins of the Death Star and he is looking out into the ocean and then he hears someone behind him say, hey kid. And he turns around and it's Han Solo because Leah lied to me in episode eight and told me that he wasn't coming back. And yet here he is, come back. Well, he was only going to be in episode seven, actually, not episode eight. Oh, sorry, episode seven. But when Carrie Fisher passed away, he did agree to come back and do this scene. And it is theorized that it is not Han Solo talking to Ben. It is Leia appearing as Han Solo. Ooh, interesting. I've read that before. And I think I believe that theory because Han Solo is not a Jedi, so he wouldn't have these like force ghost powers that other mm-hmm. Jedi have. So I think it makes sense that it's Leia. But wasn't he sensitive with the force as well with the Falcon? Yeah, but I think he wasn't a Jedi. I don't know. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that theory. Yeah. So let's discuss it with what actually happens that we know for sure, which is that the Han Solo spirit says, I miss you, son. And then Kylo says, your son is dead. And then Han says, no, Kylo Ren is dead. My son is alive. And Kylo says, you're just a memory. And Han says, your memory. And then he says, come home. And then Kylo says, it's too late. She's gone. And then Han says, your mother's gone. But what she fought for is not gone. What she believed in is not gone. And then once again, Kylo says, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And then in a mirror of what happened, Han touches his face, but this time he says, you do. And Ben says dad and then he starts crying and then Han says I know and then Ben turns around and he throws his lightsaber into the ocean and then he turns back around and Han Solo is gone and that is where we ended this (sighs) section and Leah's about to cry. I do love that we got another version of the I love you I know but this time he didn't have to say it. Han just knew without him even saying it. I actually didn't even think about that. What? (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely the intention. Um, Oh, <laughs> oops. Like dad. And then they pause. I love you was in the pause. And he says, I know. I'm going to get me and you matching T-shirts I saw on Hot Topic. They have a shirt that has Princess Leia that says, I love you. And then another shirt with Han that says, I know. I've definitely seen those before at conventions. <laughs> you know what I actually never thought about? But now that I'm talking about it, I'm going to go ahead and confront you. Why am I Han? Why did you want to kill me? What? <laughs> if you guys watch this on YouTube, if you're listening on any podcast platform, you don't know what I'm talking about. But on YouTube, Leah made a little animation of us on Tatooine and I'm Han Solo. And I'm Leia. And she's Princess Leia. I'm a princess. What are you talking about? Well, you're also Leah slash Leia. But I just I was thinking about it after Han Solo died and I was like, hmm, Leah wants me dead. Listen, Leia died, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, true. Okay, I guess I don't have a bone to pick with you. And they are them from episode four. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I wouldn't have known at the time that that was Han Solo. I would have thought that that was Luke. Oh, yeah. No, it's Han Solo. But I am glad that you made me Han because I would never be Luke. (laughs) Very cute animation, though. If you haven't seen our YouTube channel, it's called It's All Geek to Me. And you should honestly, it's adorable because for every movie franchise we have done, Leah has made little different animations for us. So we 
we also did a bonus episode or two episodes actually on the Princess Bride, and we got to see Leah being a little princess in the animation as well. Yeah, it's pretty cute. And I already made the animation for the next franchise, which is B. Which you guys can guess in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're not revealing it yet. <laughs> not yet, not yet. But anyway, that is the end of this section. And we are one step closer to finishing the main movies of the Star Wars franchise. Yes, so exciting. Isn't that wild? Oh, I can't believe it. Again, I'm starting to feel that weird, surreal feeling that I felt when we were almost done with The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, like, I am now a person who has experienced The Lord of the Rings. And I feel like I'm now a person who's experienced Star Wars. You definitely are. I feel like as long as you've seen the main nine, you can consider yourself a fan. There are so many TV shows. You did say that after I saw the first six, though, just for the record. Well, whatever. I am in agreement <laughs> with our dear friend, Liam Neeson. Qui-Gon, who says that there are too many side stories of Star Wars. I agree with him a little bit on that. Yeah, I mean, I get where he's coming from, but I do like the idea of having a lot of lore to dive into. I yeah. think it's fun to stay in that world, but it's also hard because with the franchise being switched into a big conglomerate's hands, you never know what the original intent of the story was, you know? Yeah, yeah. It just feels different, I guess. And I mean, some of the side shows are some of my favorite Star Wars content. But at the same time, I don't know. Because I'm a Marvel hater, just because I'm like, they're pumping out movies left and right. How do you keep up with it? Yeah. But Star Wars is now kind of doing the same thing, but it's like a Disney <laughs> problem, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't Marvel also owned by Disney? I think so, yeah. Man, they just like pumping out these movies. They do. I don't know. I feel like it's special when you get something new from a universe that you don't get to visit very often, but now it's sort of like less special. I don't know. I can't really decide how I feel. I guess because I haven't seen all of the little side stories and this trilogy is the only one I've experienced from Disney. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't know. Could be good. Could be bad. I will watch all of them because now I'm a Star Wars. I know. There is one series I need to finish that I started recently, but I can't tell you what it's about because the character who stars in it you have not met yet because he's from Rogue One. Ooh. Well, we will still be watching Rogue One and the Han Solo movie, which yeah. I think is just called Han Solo. It's just called Solo. So don't be sad. We're not leaving this world just yet. But do come back next week anyway because we are going to be finishing Movie 9. The Skywalkers are back. The conclusion of the Skywalker saga, as people like to call it. Oh, is it? They should call it the Palpatine saga, but I guess that's a spoiler. Well, the nine movies in total, they call the Skywalker saga. Oh, wait. Why did that make me really sad? It's cute, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of sad because I want to stay with these people. <laughs> I know. But it's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah, true. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. You've been listening to the It's All Geek To Me podcast, hosted by Leah and Kelly. Make sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast player and give us a rating. You can also follow us on Twitter at All Geek Podcast. New episodes drop every Thursday. See you next week.